From the Office of the City Auditor in Austin, Texas, this is Audit ATX, a podcast about the audits and investigations our office does to make Austin better for all residents. We're your hosts, Jasmine, Max, and Kelsey. In this episode, we're talking with Andrew Williams about an investigation our office recently conducted. Welcome, Andrew. Hi there. It's good to be back. So, an Austin Energy employee had a conflict of interest when he approved a permit for his secondary employer. Can you provide more details on what exactly happened? Sure. This case involves an Austin Energy employee named Stuart. And Stuart's job is to inspect solar projects across the city of Austin, mostly for residential customers. Before he joined Austin Energy in 2021, Stuart had worked full-time for an electrical contracting company that actually did solar projects. And as we learned in this case, after he joined Austin Energy, he continued to work for this company part-time. And what we learned in the case is that because he had previously worked at this company before he joined the city of Austin, he had a substantial interest in that company. That just means he had a financial stake in the company because of the money that he had made from that company. And then in August of 2021, so just a few months after he started with, with Austin Energy, he inspected a solar project that his his secondary employer, this electrical contractor, had installed. And that same day after he did the inspection, he approved the permit associated with that project. By approving the permit, and and so by approving this inspection, Stuart acted on uh, a conflict of interest that he had with, with his outside employer. All right, so tell me generally, what is a conflict of interest? A conflict of interest is when an employee or a city official has a relationship, usually a financial stake in an entity or a piece of property outside the city that could cause them to be biased in the work that they do as a city employee or official. And what they're supposed to do is not have anything to do with that entity. They shouldn't make any decisions or take any actions that could affect that entity or economically. So Andrew, when should city employees let their supervisor know that they've got another job? This is a really important question. I'd say there are two answers to to the question of when an employee should let uh, their supervisor know about an outside job of some sort. The the short answer is as soon as they get that outside job. And then it could also happen that, you know, if somebody joins the city and they already have an outside job, they should alert the supervisor even before they're hired. They should disclose that, you know, on their resume. And then they should have a conversation with their supervisor as soon as they're hired about how that outside job might affect their their city job in any way. The second part of that response is that there's a requirement in city code that if an an employee is in a position where they might take an action uh, that could affect an entity or or a piece of property or something in which they have a a financial stake, like a substantial interest, they're supposed to uh, alert their supervisor no in writing, and then the supervisor is supposed to make sure that they have nothing to do with any decision that could affect that. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And as a kind of another component of this case is that the employee was approving the permit for his secondary employer and and that that was an official decision. Can you explain what what that means and why that's important? Sure, that's that's important. And, and this goes to some really important definitions in, in Austin's city code, the, the code of ordinances that make up the, the standards for that we apply in, in doing our job as, as investigators at the, at the auditor's office. And those two really important definitions are what is a decision and what is discretionary authority? 
So what is it that Stuart did in this case that, that made, made it a conflict of interest and for him to act on a conflict of interest by approving a, a permit for his outside employer? So the, the first component of that is city code defines discretionary authority as the power to exercise any judgment in a decision or action. And that means you as an individual city employee can exercise your professional judgment in making some sort of official action. In this case, Stuart, his job was to inspect solar projects and based on his professional experience and his knowledge of city code requirements, national electric code requirements, decided whether projects met or did not meet those standards. They would either pass or fail. And that was his decision and it was entirely up to him. So he had discretion. And then city code also has a definition for what a decision is. And that's any action in which the employee exercises discretionary authority. And the definition specifically includes the issuance of permits. And, and that is, is a pretty specific and, and relevant definition for this case, because the effect of what Stuart did is he approved the permit for his outside employer's work. It's so interesting to go through these different definitions and really kind of tease them out and figure out what they mean so we're able to truly understand what the code is saying and how that relates to, to city employees. And so continuing on that, the report mentions that the employee's secondary employer was economically affected by this Austin Energy employee's actions. So what, what does that mean? Affected? I'll paraphrase here, for a person, uh, entity, or piece of property, reasonably likely to be subject to a direct economic effect, either positive or negative, as a result of the vote or decision in question. The definition of affected specifically mentions approval of permits as something that could cause an entity to be subject to an economic effect. That's a long way of saying, by approving the permit for his outside employer, Stuart made it such that, that, that his outside employer could reasonably be believed to experience a, a positive economic effect. Thanks for breaking all that down for us, Andrew. And despite being warned that he couldn't work on projects related to his secondary employer, why did he do it anyway? It's an interesting question. Uh, Stuart argued to us that he ultimately did this despite knowing that he, he shouldn't because it, it looked bad because he wanted to help out the customer. And when I say the customer, I'm referring to the, the resident who owned the property where this, this solar project was being done. He told us that he saw it as saving the, the customer some time because if he hadn't done the inspection at the time, there would have been a delay to get uh, one of his colleagues, another inspector out there. And it, it also would have saved time for the, the electrical contractor, his outside employer, who had already been waiting on the scene for, for a couple of hours. Ultimately, he argued that the service to the customer was what motivated him to, to go out and do that inspection. Gotcha. And did Stuart make any other decisions related to his secondary employer? No, not that we could find. Uh, we didn't find any other instances in which Stuart inspected or approved or, or took any other actions on electrical permits or solar projects installed by his outside employer. So, I mean, obviously, as auditors, we think this work is really important, but what do you want listeners to take away from this report? We want listeners and uh, all City of Austin residents, employees, contractors to know that the City of Austin takes ethics seriously. We, we want residents and, and 
folks who work for the city and, and vendors who do business with the city to, to know that staff uh, at, at the city of Austin are in this business of, of public service because they care about doing well for the, the residents of Austin and not because they might make some extra money or, or to benefit their, you know, an outside employer or to benefit themselves financially. And I'm not saying that that's what happened in this case, but in a lot of instances that, that we look into, particularly involving conflict of interest, there's always the risk of a perception problem where even if an employer or official doesn't have a, an actual conflict of interest, if they make a decision that could make, make it seem like they have a bias toward a particular entity or another person, that really does harm to the city of Austin because it, it could cause residents to think that folks are making decisions for the wrong reasons and not to benefit residents of the city. If, if residents, employees, or vendors have uh, concerns about ethics or anything having to do with fraud, waste, and abuse, they can submit a concern on our website at austintexas.gov slash auditor, or by calling our hotline 512-974-2798. Thanks again for taking the time to speak with us today, Andrew. You're welcome. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Audit ATX. This report is available on our website at austintexas.gov auditor. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Austin Auditor. And subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Until next time. Bye-bye.